Welcome to Jurassic World. guests, welcome to Jurassic World Minute, where we visit Jurassic World one minute at a time. Bookings for our Jungle River crews are now open at the kiosk on Main Street. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And we're here today to discuss Minute 18 of Jurassic World. Before we get to that, David, thankfully for uh, Facebook group Behind the Gates, um, we have some great concept art here for the Indominus Enclosure and Paddock 11 mm-hmm. that we see this minute. Starts off, I suppose, before we get to that itself, we can have a quick look at the... Uh, the teaser advertisement uh, for the Indominus Rex Stadium, Bigger, Louder, More Teeth, uh, Indominus Rex arrives this summer. Um, just to see what the uh, the final goal was for, well, I suppose, mm-hmm. the exterior of uh, of the stadium. Seems a bit bigger than what we have, have here, but I suppose they've got a lot of building to do to get those walls up higher and that steel yeah. frame around it. Yeah, the steel frame was definitely getting raised a lot higher than what we what we see here in the uh, in the movie and event obviously that is going to wrap up around the top of it and then we'd have um, lighting and stadium style seating that was accessed through a pair of spiral staircases on each side something else in the uh, park that's not handicap uh Accessible. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there may I'm be sure a. They, um... I'm sure they had an elevator somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, um, it just sort of speaks a lot, lot like the uh, the architecture for the Indominus, uh, the Indominus, the Mosasaur feeding show, and that just a massive stadium seating with the. Um, well, here it looks like it's glass roof panels <laughs> above the uh, above the guests, but. Mm-hmm. Just the scope and scale of what they were going to build here at Paddock 11. Yeah. Well, I think there it's also supposed to be, uh, excuse me, it looks like it looks has frosted glass, which would provide some st- uh, shelter. And then, of course, the monorail you can see running behind the stadium itself oh, yeah. along the mountain. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Any type of glass up there is just going to magnify heat, isn't it? <laughs> the sun, you're going to cook. <laughs> It depends. I mean, we have um, kind of frosted plexiglass panels at work in the greenhouse or in the outdoor garden section that does provide actually a fair amount of shade from the sun. Oh, okay. I wonder, too, if this concept, uh, with this shot, if we're seeing the back of it because we don't have that big door. 
I noticed that too. Yeah, I was wondering if it's either the back or if they were planning on maybe closing up that door at some point and uh, creating an alternative uh, way to access the animal, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there is some sort of... uh... Oh, sort of like you get with lions and that, where they can come out of the ca- out of the uh, exhibit and into a, a sort of a caged area. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, although it'd have to be pretty big. <laughs> and usually they kind of shelter them like behind a rock face or something like that at a zoo, so that it's not really noticeable by park guests, but the animal knows where it is and can find it. You know. Oh, it's it's noticeable. You go go into the zoo and you're looking for animals, and they're never <laughs> they're never out. They're always hiding. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like they like in the enclosure itself. Like it's oh, usually yeah. hidden behind a ledge of rocks or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, and that's understandable. We said last minute about uh, animal rights and all that sort of stuff. Just have sitting there all day, getting yelled at by um, kids and everything else, and photos <laughs> and flashes, and you'd want to be able to disappear for a little while as well on a break, but. Mm-hmm. But that uh, that brings us to some of the stuff here that Behind the Gates has shown. Um, I mentioned last uh, last minute the uh, concept art here inside the observation uh, area, the big thick barred windows um, that we get in concept art, but not in uh, final form. And in this shot too, we do get that gate at the big gate at the back, at mm-hmm. the rear of the uh, structure as well. So yeah, and then. Of course, there's also the one that I mentioned last minute where we have the um, hexagonal full... It's like an aerial shot that shows the full shape of the um, of the uh, enclosure itself. And, of course, there's it looks like that the outer rim is forested and then the in, inner uh, part of it looked like it had at one point been, uh, in fact, open and has started to be encroached within foliage. And then you, of course, you see the crane in the back, uh, in the very back, far back, that would have dropped the the uh, hunk of meats. Yeah, and then once again, like the film, the the gates at the front, mm-hmm. again away from that crane. But I do love the one here with the uh, the helicopter landing. I remember seeing yeah. that one early on as well. Mm-hmm. That one almost from the just the view of it being kind of encased by the trees, kind of almost reminds me of how the paddock looks when you're kind of sneaking up from it from the front from the main road entrance of it mm-hmm. where you just kind of have this cattle gate and uh in between the trees and then you get this open plane and then the irx paddock behind that you know yep yep but another thing that's interesting is how like they have these kind of um well, like what, what would you call them? Like Hollywood style palm trees that are kind of littering across the <laughs> inside of the enclosure, yep. which is kind of weird because you do see palm trees in the final version, but there it's kind of a lot more mixed with various different kind of palms and um, and native trees as well, you know. Mm. Yeah, or is this one you only see like one or two native trees? dotted around and then the rest of it is all one same the same style of classic palm tree yeah yeah and look at the exterior wall here um just how how thick <laughs> and strong mm-hmm. it's we, we get later that um they've got the best structural engineers in the world but it seems they've just uh 
just heavily fortified more instead of doing so much of a clever engineering project. Mm. I do love the comment here. I prefer electric fences. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there was there is this one uh, concept art image that shows that they had at one point intended to kind of have a bricked up version of just the main wall that we have here. Mm. Basically, it would have been, as you said, fortified behind brick and mortar. Yeah, yeah. Plus, we get a couple of shots here too of the uh, the fortified observation uh, structure mm-hmm. hanging out in the enclosure too. But moving inside, as you said, there's one. One year two after a game with that tower crane, um, and just way too populated with trees <laughs> in the middle, and then the uh, yeah the other one with the sort of moat moat system going around the walls, and I've got no idea what those things are on the wall. That <laughs> I think there are shock brads. Basically, if she tries to jump the wall and climb it, she's gonna get shocked. You know, she's gonna get stabbed too. <laughs> <laughs> There goes uh, Verizon Wireless's investment. Yeah, well, transfer it over to uh, Winston's and have Verizon burgers or something <laughs> off it. Which is one, I suppose we can talk about that at the end of the film. That's one thing. I, I don't know if it's a shame or just it was never addressed at all if we're actually eating dinosaurs or not at this stage. <laughs> you know there's somebody out there who's wondering what they taste like. You just know that. This. <laughs> I mean, we got this whole COVID business because somebody looked at a bat and asked what, what, <laughs> and wondered what it tasted like. <laughs> you know, somebody looked at a dinosaur and said, hmm, I wonder if that tastes like chicken. Uh, <laughs> and we have reptile influenza <laughs> sweeping the world or mm-hmm. something. Uh, anything else with these uh, this concept art? We'll, um, we'll share a link to the, uh, the concept art in the group on the page. I just it goes to show, like we were saying before, just it's too damn heavily forested for mm-hmm. even for concept. But that's one issue we're going to uh, address a couple of times moving forward with the mm-hmm. uh, with the minutes. Indominus Rex, our first genetically modified hybrid. Well, how did you get two different kinds of dinosaurs to you know? Oh, Indominus wasn't bred. She was designed. She will be 50 feet long when fully grown. Bigger than the T-Rex. Radio Dave, ready to get into minute 18 of Jurassic World. I am. As we're in minute 17 of Jurassic World, Simon Rosarani approached the glass of the observation room. As ominous music began to play, he observed that the Indominus Rex was white. But Claire hadn't told him it was white. As we open on minute 18, we can see the reflection of Claire's face in the glass, and she asks him, Do you think it will scare the kids? At the nine second mark, we get the end of our big trail line, the kids. This will give the parents nightmares. At the 22 second mark, we get a view of Indominus's head, its eye in the foliage, looking back at them. And we get a POV shot, seeing Claire and Masrani in the observation room. Simon asks, can it see us? Claire responds, they say it can sense thermal radiation, like snakes. At the 33 second mark, Masroni comments, I thought there was two of them. Claire nods, there was a sibling, one didn't survive infancy. Masroni asks, where's the sibling? And Claire says, she ate it, and hides behind a fake smile. At the 48 second mark, 
Masrani realizes the danger and says, so the paddock's quite safe then. Claire nods and says, we have the best structural engineers in the world. And as the minute ends, Masrani makes a crude comment. Yeah, so did Hammond. After a moment of tension with Masrani staring out the window at the hidden Irix, Claire leaves the monitor and walks closer to the uh, window to look out the animal as well. And um, she asks, do you think it will scare the kids? And that's where we get the, uh, the continuation of this uh, movie line from Masrani to kids. This will give the parents nightmares. Which, again, they must be able to see more of it than what we, we've been able to. Which is odd because it's sort of... It's just walking around the pen exactly the same as what the T-Rex or any other animal would do. Um, it's not really doing... Well, it doesn't seem to be doing anything here that would cause for uh, for parents to have nightmares. <laughs> as Masroni says. Um, when you look at her, you can see that one. She's working things out. Well, especially when we get get to the animal later on, when we see sort of all the quills on her and the um, just the design of the animal itself. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like I said in the last minute, there was they kind of go for the gradual reveal here, which is kind of a classic trope of movie monsters, where you or especially creature features, where you slowly reveal the creature more and more until you just finally reveal it in full. Yeah. Yep. Yep. True. Uh, Claire looks through the glass here, sort of confused look on her face. Is that good? And Masri sort of raises an eyebrow happily and says it's fantastic. Again, we're going to make a fortune with this place. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is where we get to see uh, part of a head and that large eye watching him. And we also get the eyelid moving backwards and forwards and not up to down like uh, other dinosaurs and animals. Again, one of those scenes we got to see in the trailer of the animal itself, sitting there looking at him. And mm-hmm. I sort of, it doesn't look that white here, but I suppose if it's going into shadow here, where it's sort of got its head down between the trees, then maybe, again, either the camouflage starting to kick in, or just shadow on the animal to make it look grey. Yeah. I do remember that I being kind of the big uh, shot everybody kind of was kind of excited like oh yeah look at that you see that that was the that was the big speculative shot that everybody that got everybody interested in the movie Hmm. i probably should have uh gone to check up the makeup of the uh, animal for the dress dashpedia article at the start of this just to uh try and narrow down where that uh different eye movement would come from well, it's a nictitating membrane, is what it is, and it's actually something that birds still have today, and it's something very common among reptiles, where it's basically the lens, the remnants of the lens where they used to be fish that went over the eyeball when uh, they were in the water, and um, <clears throat> it's, uh, so, I mean, you can see it on alligators and crocodiles and hawks and eagles and stuff like that. I think some of the other animals are dinosaurs do have them i think we've seen that on the raptors before i i think we get it when we get to the uh the raptor pen as well i think one of them mm-hmm. does it there but um i know some uh sort of geckos and that sort of stuff use their tongue because they haven't got the ability for some reason mm-hmm. um to lick their eyes i'd, <laughs> I'd just love to see a hawk try and lick its <laughs> like <lick> its eye <laughs> um, yeah i was just going to see with the uh what all the different bits that went into the animal if, if there's something there that may there may be just a bit of reptilian DNA there or something that that would come from but 
We get a POV here from the RX itself looking up at the observation building, again making it look a lot higher off the ground. And um, that's when Masroni comedically asks, can she see us? <laughs> uh, of course she can, she's looking right at you. But also here too, as we're looking up the observation platform, that crack in the window is gone from beside Claire. So Yeah, I do remember that being a uh, movie goof that was pointed to that when the movie came out. Which that might have, may have led to me wondering if there was going to be a jump scare there. The fact that the crack's there and then not. Uh, anyway. Um, Claire says that uh, it can sense thermal radiation like snakes. And um, that's when uh, he says, I thought there were two of them. And Claire says there was a sibling uh, in case this one didn't survive infancy. Uh, Maserani asks, where's the sibling? And she replies, she ate it. And sort of scoffs and turns to him smiling. Which... <laughs> Uh, probably her um, oh, her acting to the animals sort of not being that intelligent if they're going to eat each other <laughs> or something like that. But surprising too when she says um, it can sense thermal radiation like snakes. I'm surprised we didn't get predator vision here or something of if it's actual what it's actually seeing of Masrani standing in the uh, the window and not what uh, what we would see or what the camera sees. <laughs> I do remember that people saying that this, uh, being, or speculating rather, that the sibling was still alive and that it would appear in the sequel. That it just was using its camouflage ability the whole time and that's why we never saw it. <laughs> well, I mentioned when we had the two eggs that you're going to show two animals at the start, you need to have two animals at the end or something, <laughs> have that smoking gun pay off, but. Yeah, we'll see. We've still got a third one. to. I'm sure they'll do some backflips to get it back on screen if need be. I wonder if it um, if it can lay down the ground and sense vibration through the ground on its belly like a snake as well. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how flat it could lay down the ground, though. <laughs> Even just put its hand down the ground, sense it through its hand. I'm pretty sure we mentioned that stuff at, uh, with the eggs, with the sibling... Um, we get more of this sort of spooky score here playing as well. Um, it sort of reminds me a little bit of like Jaws, just that... Uh, I don't even know what the instrument is, but, but sort of just that rumbling. It's a horn of some sort. Yeah. But uh, Maserani asks Claire, so the paddock's quite safe then. So he's starting to get a little bit concerned. And uh, Claire nods ahead. Uh, we have the best structural engineers in the world. And as the minute ends, um, Claire walks back to the monitor she started on, and uh, Maserani sort of jokes, yeah, so did Hammond. <laughs> Which, I wonder how much of the Jurassic incident he actually knows. Because it wasn't really structural engineer issues, unless though that T-Rex paddock was designed to stand up, even though it had no power going through it. That's something we probably won't know, and probably will never know. I do remember that, like, some of the structures... I remember... Um... At one point on Jurassic Park Legacy, we went through some of the um, kind of different things we noticed that were issues with the park beyond just the Nedry sabotage and the raptors breeding and things like, well, the um, Ford Explorer, for example, leaked. I know, I remember I noticed that it had it, it was leaky at one point in during the T-Rex attack and the concrete wasn't quite cured yet because the um, because the 
post should not have been able to have bent that easily in the in solid concrete, you know? Yeah. And there's just various there are various things like how did you like the moat wasn't the moat instead of going para or para, uh, perpendicular with the uh, paddocks would have, should have gone per, uh, parallel with them like they do in the novel or have been or the been more sunken in or anything like that you know. Well, yeah, and that's that's sort of one of those issues jumping between the novel and making in the film itself. If um, if that conversation between him and Gennaro didn't happen in the jeep and they confirmed that there are concrete moats and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, yes, you've got a major a major viewing area for the Trenosaur here with uh, the goat to come in and <laughs> try and get its attention and you can let it walk right up to the uh, the fence <laughs> without anything, any controls in place to stop it touching the fence. So, Or even any controls to kind of disallow guests from getting up and just wandering around the park you know i mean we saw we saw them do that yeah we saw them get a uh jump out of the car and start walking up to the dinosaurs that's a major safety issue yeah well i don't know if it's if it's from the novel or if it was from that stuff you're doing on legacy that i've seen that was um whether it's the novel or the movie we see we see this beautiful park and everything in it but the fact that um, Hammond isn't in control as much as he thinks he is, or something, it might be something between Bison and some and Dodson or something off off island in the novel, but or maybe the um, it might be the uh, the lawyers talking to Gennaro before he goes to the island. Just Hammond's whole spare no expense thing, and well, he really is <laughs> cutting corners in places to uh, to see his park getting built. Mm-hmm. Anything, uh, anything on that before we get to novel comparisons? No, I think we were pretty good on that. All right. Uh, not a lot here. Um, before Maserani arcs, is the paddock quite safe? We uh, we can sort of see the skeleton of the beef, car- beef carcass uh, hit the ground, being picked or being picked clean by the animal. Uh, as we said last minute, uh, we had the feeding scene here as well, and it just reminds me of. Um, cartoons or something where a cat eats a fish and drops mm-hmm. a fish in its mouth and pulls it back out and the, the skeleton's clean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I would imagine the uh, Indominus Rex would just devour a hole unless it's that smart it's picking the bones <laughs> clean and throwing them out right, waiting for someone to come and take them away for him. Um, and he's not convinced by Claire saying that they have the best structural engineers. Um, but we don't get the, the Hammond little joke there. In the uh, in the novel, so Dave, that's uh, that's minute eighteen. Uh, another one done. Moving slowly forward, uh, we got one more. We've well, got half a minute here coming up, and then we're uh, we're going to visit the Raptors. So I hope you can uh, join me for that minute, and uh, we'll get out of here for the Yeah. <laughs> 